in my personal experience, success is not determined by material stuff that you have. It's a personal philosophy that, mm. that I endorse and, and I believe in. Success is not necessarily measured by your uh, financial wealth, but, but the impact that you make on other people. It could be an individual or two, or it could be a thousand or two, or it could be a million or two or more. Hi, I'm Tori Reed, the CEO of Victory & Noble, as well as the executive producer for Getting Deals Done. Getting Deals Done is about one of three dynamic intentions. Number one, the success mindset, which is about the visionary doer as well as the dream catcher. Number two, systems, what it takes to get deals done in the world. And number three, power, how big things are done in the world. Getting Deals Done is about impacting humanity one deal at a time. Our shows are produced for the busy executive in under 20 minutes with voiceovers that aim to clarify, inspire, and raise your collective business IQ. We hope this show will leave you supercharged with capital energy, focused with purpose, and ready to do your very best by being your best. Welcome to Getting Deals Done with Patrick Howell, my partner and a tenured financier, as well as someone who knows a thing or two about getting the deal done. We are pleased to share that we are staying healthy and hydrated throughout this edition of Here's to Life with Tori Reed, courtesy of our partners at Vivro Water, a sustainable solutions company that mirrors our commitment to clarity, focus, and a better world. Vivro's water solutions for business have already helped divert tens of millions of wasteful plastic bottles from landfills and waterways. Every day, Vivro systems across the globe help forward-thinking companies transform their own on-premise water into a source for pure and reliable filtered hydration. Let Vivro help you and your business leave a legacy of stewardship, health, and wellness that will literally make you feel good inside. Go to VivroWater.com, V-I-V-R-E-A-U, water.com for more information. The clean energy revolution is carried out by innovators and captains of industry who are bringing the planet back into balance and harmony. Solomon Tedla embodies not only the American dream, but African ingenuity, brilliance, and commitment to the future. A tenured executive with global Fortune 500 firms in Southern California, he is an accomplished technologist and financier who brings a razor-sharp business acumen to global ambitions. Solomon leads an energy products manufacturer, Alhambra Technologies, in Bahir Dar, Ethiopia, manifesting clean energy solutions in the largest untapped market globally. Our guest today, Solomon Tedla, is a strategic, tenured, and accomplished business leader in technology and energy around the world. Increasingly, Africa has become the continent of the world's emerging economies. About a decade ago, it was BRIC, Brazil, Russia, India, and China, who were identified as the emerging economies of the world. Mobile phone penetration is boosting economic growth in Africa. The growth in sub-Saharan Africa can be gauged by the fact that the International Monetary Fund upgraded many countries in the region, Botswana, Ghana, Kenya, Mozambique, Nigeria, Tanzania, Uganda, and Zambia to the rank of emerging markets. Solomon Tedla is the founder and president 
of Abramba Technologies in Newport Beach, California. The manufacturing energy product startup has manufacturing headquarters in Bahir Dar, Ethiopia, manufacturing solar and efficient lighting products primarily for the off-grid markets. Solomon is a visionary and business leader who clearly sees and is creating the future global potential in Africa. Welcome to Getting Deals Done, Solomon. Thank you very much, Patrick, for that wonderful introduction. Yes, it's nice to have you here. And uh, you and I have known each other now for nearly 10 years. It's been amazing to see your development as a tenured C-level executive with some of the leading technology and energy companies into your own leader or captain of industry. How did you get as a controller and chief financial officer for leading tech companies in Southern California? I have my origins uh, from Africa, and specifically, I was born and raised in Ethiopia, although I spent most of my life here in the U.S. Most of us have, have done very well in the U.S. We went to, to college. We joined corporate America. We succeeded in our profession. Specifically, in my case, I've been lucky enough to, to have had uh, the opportunities to work with uh, multinational companies, as you indicated, primarily in the technology space. And through that experience, gained a lot of experience in terms of uh, technology and specifically as, as I grow older and, and wiser, should I say, in terms of those technologies and how they apply in Africa, I started thinking of, of how we could uh, leverage uh, our experiences and knowledge and know-how with respect to applying those resources in, in the African context. Specifically, energy is a, a very, very critical prerequisite for development in, in any circumstance, uh, as you know. And also from a, a business perspective, it's, it's a space that provides you a very, very wide avenues in terms of capitalizing on the opportunities and most importantly, providing and, and delivering value for the, for the communities in, in Africa. And at that space that attracted me, and partly because I also worked in that space, my last tenure was a, as a VP finance for a renewable energy company focusing on the solar side. So that also was another factor that uh, gave me the impetus to focus in the energy space. In uh, terms of your development as a global business leader, what personality traits have been key to your success? In the case of Ethiopia, from my experience, you need to be patient, first mm. and foremost, because coming from the experiences of the U.S., where Relatively speaking, uh, everything is mature and, and processes uh, have developed and are very efficient. You have that uh, similar kind of expectation in Africa and you'll be very, very disappointed. So mm. first and foremost, you have to be very patient. Of course, you have to be committed because the patience could only last so long unless you have the commitment and, and that perseverance value in you. Of course, understanding the, the local language, the local culture, the business language specifically, is critical. So you have to modulate and, and adjust your behaviors accordingly in terms of being able to communicate and, and effectively work with, the, with a slightly different culture. Even if I was born and raised in Ethiopia, I left the country when I was a teenager. I never dealt in a business in, in the country. So when I go back, to some extent, I did not have the experience of, of how business is conducted in the country. So it becomes critical to modulate your, your behavior and, and uh, character to make sure that you'd be able to be effective. 
Principles as tenacity and perseverance are really the properties that are mined as Africa's best and brightest lay out a new roadmap for our future. And back home in those tribes of Ethiopia, Barbados, Senegal, or Ghana, the governments are aligned with their most sacred resource, our people. Something very special, lucrative, and visionary has awakened in the global business community with Africa at its heart. What mentorship experiences or books have influenced your development as a C-level executive and leading entrepreneur in the world? The experiences that I have in terms of mentorship is, is more relevant for succeeding within corporate America. I've had the opportunity, wonderful opportunities to work for individuals, executives that gave me valuable lessons, but more focused on within the framework of, of succeeding in corporate America. Now, of course, that was one of the factors that gave me the opportunity to get to, to where I am. So I'm very grateful to those individuals that gave me valuable advice and, and mentorship as I develop uh, mm-hmm. my career within corporate America. Early on, of course, I've had great uh, education, I've had great professors who have uh, advised me and geared me towards uh, the right uh, path to launch my career. So I'm grateful uh, for those individuals mm-hmm. as well. But of course, when it comes to business opportunities or, or engaging in business in Africa, primarily it's a self-motivation and of course, colleagues who are in the same space that I am in terms of getting together and just working and developing the right approach in, in terms of how we could uh, capitalize on the successes that we have and transferring it over to Africa. That's a tremendous amount of self-motivation. One of the questions I was going to ask you a little bit later on in the interview that I'll ask you now is why specifically would you have the successes that you've had in corporate America over a multi-year career and leading technology companies inside of Orange County that are leading companies in the world, such as Connexent and Qualcomm over here in San Diego, and then take that skill set back to Africa? Why not just enjoy the fruits of your labor, enjoy your wonderful home in Newport Beach and your family? Why sit there and take all those skill sets back to Ethiopia. In my personal experience, success is not determined by material stuff that you have. It's a personal philosophy that mm-hmm. that I endorse and, and I believe in. Success is not necessarily measured by your uh, financial wealth, but but the impact that you make on other people. It could be an individual or two, or it could be a thousand or two, or it could be a million or two or more. In my case, when I see the the needs uh, of say Ethiopian millions of people in Ethiopia and other African countries. Of course, you can say the entire sub-Saharan Africa, millions and hundreds of millions of people are, are suffering from many, many deficiencies. I believe that you can be a lot more impactful in Africa, more so than in other parts of the world, because your financial resources, your brain resources, and, and other uh, network resources, etc., could provide you a, a lot more substantial return, both in terms of positively impacting the lives of, of people in Africa, as well as potentially financially rewarding too. One of the conversations that we had really interesting to me, um, and that I touched on briefly in this conversation, is looking at Africa as the emerging economy of the world. As a tenured executive, as a tenured controller, chief financial officer, and somebody that can look at the world through an economic lens, do you see Africa as the emerging economy of the world? Absolutely. As you know, there is the basics of of business, supply and demand. When you consider 
demand for services, for products. It's, it's huge. There's, you know, pent up demand. And by the way, when we talk about Africa, we're not just talking about individuals that cannot afford to buy stuff. A good section mm. of, of the market there is able and willing to, to buy stuff. But unfortunately, the market is terribly underserved. Access to quality product is very, very sketchy. People tend to take advantage of the market without necessarily looking after the interests of, of the people. So if you have the right business model, the business opportunities in Africa is, is huge. The important stuff is that we look at the longer term. That's phenomenal insight. Thank you for your wisdom and your perspective. I noticed that in your conversation earlier on, you said patience, but it also seems that perseverance You've been a tenured C-level executive within corporate America for any number of decades successfully at some of the highest levels, particularly in Southern California, known as the second Silicon Valley in some circles. So I think expertise is also something that has played into the successes that you will have in the forthcoming future. I would love to have just one last question. You touched on it basically earlier in what your definition of success is. You said something to the extent of importing value to other folks, but on a personal level, in terms of all the successes that you've had in your life, how do you define success globally for yourself? Success is not just unique and, and only attributable to your, yourself your, as an individual, your company, but bringing in more followers and more companies uh, like yourself and even bigger companies so that you become the pioneer. You could, you, you'd, you'd face all the the bullets and all the difficulty, you know, hits, so to speak, but to demonstrate to others that it is doable, that it is um, absolutely achievable, so that other companies follow you, so that not only is it your company and your venture that brings in the the value and the creation of that or the delivery of that uh, value to that population and impacting millions of people's lives, but also bringing in other companies to follow you. Quick example would be, wouldn't it be nice that big uh, multinational manufacturers to to, uh, step in and not just uh, focus on energy, for example, they could be making uh, various products, uh, not just at a low level. And I'm not talking about just things like textile industry or low level manufacturing, et cetera, but higher level manufacturing and be able to really push the industrialization effort in the continent. So to me, success would be a whole bunch of Ethiopian Americans, African Americans to follow my path. A lot of companies, corporate America to follow my example, and thereby multiplying the impact that our company brings in and really impacting truly millions of people. I love the definition of uh, success that you have, and I'm very grateful to you and would like to not only congratulate you, but thank you for an incredible vision and implementing that vision, having the courage, having the leadership, having the tenacity, the perseverance to really lead us in the 21st century onto a brand new horizon. So I'd like to thank Solomon Tedla for his time today. I would like to congratulate him and say that we look forward to the opportunity to have you on a future show upon your return from Africa and to be able to discuss this. Better yet, better yet having you to come over to Ethiopia, visit our factory and be able to to do the shooting over there. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much, Solomon. With the world's largest free trade area 
and a 1.2 billion person market, the continent is creating an entirely new development path, harnessing the potential of its resources as well as people. During 2020, the revenues generated by online shopping in Africa was estimated to be around 27.97 billion US dollars, an increase of over 6 billion since 2019. Solomon Tetla's vision is as bold and audacious as it is practical and rooted in astute business opportunism. And his example is multiplied by global business appetite and cultural and spiritual evolution currently in full bloom. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Getting Deals Done. Each show is engineered as meditation on success by the same team that has brought you success meditations on the art of life, as well as being your very best self with our flagship program, Here's to Life with Tori Reed. The Hilton Sacramento Arden West in Sacramento, California, is committed to creating a safe and relaxing experience, including delivery of a clean stay from check-in to check-out. Located a couple of exits from downtown Sacramento and California's capital, our hotel provides a world-class stay, amenities, and rooms at the center of the California experience. California is a world-class economy with visionaries, doers, and dream catchers at its heart. Our mission, as with Here's to Life and Getting Deals Done, is the highest possible expression of excellence, business moxie, humanity, and client care. As the world moves at a fast and sometimes hectic pace, we will provide you with a peace of mind. The Hilton Sacramento Arden West is here to make your experience a better one. We look forward to receiving you. I am Ginger Levert, Director of Sales and Marketing at the Hilton Sacramento Arden West. Our focus is on the customer experience and a pristine excellence. When you travel to Sacramento, stay with us and I guarantee your peace of mind. We look forward to bringing you another dynamic offering globally every two weeks. Be sure to join us for our virtual mastermind forum. And remember, prosperity is a state of being, not a ledger line on your bank account. Mm-hmm.